Where in hell can you go? Far from the things that you know Far from the sprawl of concrete That keeps crawling its way Keep your heart off your sleeve Guppy Productions present From Colchester to Sulawesi Written for Colm Radio by Phil Boast and Paula Larcher. Episode 7. Contrasting Cultures. During my happy family holiday in America, my thoughts oft times find their way unbidden across the water to Indonesia, and I can't help but make comparison between these two so different countries. It isn't just geography which separates the place where I am from the place where I hope soon to be. Two more diverse and different cultures it is hard to imagine. And here is perhaps the most extreme manifestation of the one extreme, where everything is dedicated to having fun and everything is made to look exciting whilst being safety checked to death so that nobody dies or hurts themselves. Here we may encounter Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck, a bizarre world of fantasy and invention, and the conspicuous overconsumption of sweet drinks and regulation hamburgers. An escape from anything like a real world or real life for which we pay our dollars and where the senses are for a while fulfilled and the soul goes home empty. And so my thoughts wander to a quiet backwater of Indonesia, where my love affair with Kampung Bahowo is already deep enough for absence to make my heart grow fonder, and where Phil is living on the other extreme, where a good day for the villagers is catching a good fish for supper so that the family will eat more than rice and chilli. In any case, cultural differences notwithstanding, during telephone conversations, Phil and I decide that the only way forward in terms of the legality of our future life is to send Oni to Jakarta, the capital and hub of the huge and diverse archipelago which is Indonesia. Bahowo lies within the region of North Sulawesi, the capital of which is Manado, a city of some quarter of a million souls. And to an extent, the regions of Indonesia, of which there are 34, have autonomy, but everything begins and ends in Jakarta. Here lies the ultimate power, so it is to here that Oni must go. Thus far, he has been working for us and we have been paying him on a casual, ad hoc basis. But we now have to formalise things and set up our company, with Phil and Oni as directors and me as commissaris. Phil and I could have swapped positions, it was just the way the conversation went, but that was our decision. I've bought a Jeep. It's a 1984 Toyota, one of the short wheelbase ones with bench seats in the back which face sideways. They don't make these anymore, more's the pity, but it's a great machine that will go anywhere, which is handy really since the road which leads to the village is sometimes impassable for saloon cars, especially after rain. 
I'm getting to know Monado better, at least that which is known locally as the downtown. Shopping is on the whole anathema to me. I'd rather pass an hour at the dentist having root canal treatment than spend the equivalent time in a shopping mall. But the downtown is different. It's a misnomer, really, because there isn't an uptown in Monado, unless it be the, the vast swathes of land above the town which are given over to government and administrative offices, which hover menacingly above the populace. Here, only the brave or foolhardy dare venture, and one never goes here unless one absolutely has to. But the downtown is something else. It's a warren of busy, dusty streets, unless it's raining when the streets often become flooded. But in any case, there are hundreds of small shops here, mostly owned and run by third or fourth generation Chinese immigrants, and market stalls which spill out into the streets and make sensible vehicular access all but impossible. The pavements, if such they may be called, are a death trap, and often one has to step over gaping holes which descend six feet or so to gushing water below, which contains God knows what. In the downtown is sold nothing that you want and everything that you need. Here you can buy anything from a goat to plastic kitchenware, from engine parts to curtain material, and there's a large outdoor place set aside called the Aria Politic, where you can buy a cup of filthy black coffee and a piece of delicious cake for about sixpence, and where the only place to pee is in the gully by the side of the road. This is life in the raw, and I love it. And we've established good relations with a certain Chinese money changer in the downtown whose name we don't know, so we call him Mr. ABH. ABH being the name of his shop. Mr. ABH sits behind his desk day after day with a drawer full of money, and his wife sat beside him, surrounded by sacks of rice and shelves stacked with cigarettes, household goods and tins containing things best not spoken of, but we won't go there for that. The banks here are very particular when it comes to changing US dollars or pound sterling, only taking notes which are in perfect condition, with no creases or marks. 
Mr. ABH, on the other hand, takes anything and everything, regardless of its condition. So we hand over our hundreds of dollars or pounds and receive our millions of rupiah in return. And Mr. ABH is an honest man and never shortchanges. One thing of note here is that a pound is not always a pound and a dollar is not always a dollar. And we get a better exchange rate for notes of higher denomination. But in any case, Mr. ABH is a rich man, despite outward appearances, and has sent his daughter to medical school in England, where she is studying to be a doctor. So there's the downtown, which sells everything except decent furniture. In the past visits to the city, it has become clear that in the whole of Monado, there isn't a single shop where you can buy a bed or table and chairs. Only brightly coloured plastic chairs are for sale, which aside from being of highly dubious colour, also look untrustworthy in terms of their quality and strength. And this is a problem which we must address, since aside from our own needs, a guest house without furniture would scarce warrant such description. home in England and back into the working routine, we, that is I in England and Phil still in Indonesia, must think how best to address the lack of anywhere to buy furniture, which hitherto had not occurred to us. After all, how do the local people manage? The answer to that, however, is obvious. They manage by sleeping on mattresses on the concrete or dirt floor and sitting on plastic chairs if they're lucky. Otherwise it's the floor or roughly constructed wooden benches. Phil speaks to Oni, and between us we conclude that the only way will be to have everything made, since apparently there are very good carpenters around if one has the money to pay them. It becomes our avowed intent to sleep at the lodge the next time we are there. We have ceilings on the ground floor bedrooms now, after all, in which Phil tells me some of the builders who are not from the village are sleeping on lengths of cardboard. This would not be quite the thing for us. However, with a few modifications like an aircon unit, something like a working bathroom and something to sleep on, we could live at the lodge from now on during our visits. So, I speak to Carol, my ever more practical than I sister, who points out that we will also need sheets and towels, and to this she now sets her mind. Sheets, after all, can be carried in suitcases, as can pillows and other of life's little comforts. So between us, we should be able to create a habitable environment for two people who are prepared for life to be a little rough around the edges in the name of a higher and eventual cause. I have to go back to England. I'm fortunate to have always had my own business. This way I can be away from my work for longer, but in order to finance the building of the lodge, we have to both be earning. So I leave Oni with money and instructions to go to Jakarta and set up our business, which is to be called Bahowo Tourism, and to register the business with the Kantor Fiscal, or tax office. This is all quite an onerous task, as he has no experience of such things. But he takes on the challenge cheerfully enough and he gets to be a partner in the company which will give him a secure future at least in theory we are putting a great deal of trust in oni but we have no choice really 
We need him and hope that our trust is not abused or erroneously given. I also leave him with instructions to have a double bed made and to have a bedroom ready for our return, which is at least an easier thing to achieve. There is as yet no mains electricity at the lodge and we rely upon the mother of all generators for power, which is devilishly noisy and fills the place with diesel fumes. But cables are being inlaid into walls and below floors. So, like everything else, it's just a matter of time. Beside me, don't go. Don't you go? Find out what further adventures are in store for Phil and Paula as they travel from Colchester to Sulawesi in the next episode of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.